time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. A very good evening. Welcome to Red Friday. Your best look ahead at the weekend sport with a major focus, as always, on the Dons from Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway and myself, Dave McDermott. In tonight's show, following last week's Easter Road disappointment, it's a huge game on Sunday lunchtime when league leaders Celtic come calling in the Ladbrokes SPFL Premiership. We'll have the rest of the weekend action and, of course, we have, as ever, the predictor. Red Friday with ESWL, a local procurement company with a global client base. And Dave, last week it was very disappointing. Indeed, after that uh, poor performance against Tibbs, the manager says everyone's determined to bounce back. I think Celtic offer the toughest challenge for every team in Scotland, and um, you know, so we're well aware of it. It's a tough ask, but we're looking forward to the game. You know, it was a lot about the performance we weren't pleased with last week, but it was um, in total contrast to how the team had been performing. I was really pleased with since we've come back from the international break, the level of performance, um, the amount of goals scored um, the winning run we've been on so disappointed with, with the second half performance in particular um, also aware that you know having worked with my players for long enough now that it's um, it has been a kind of performance in isolation and we're looking forward to the game and hopefully setting about the task of trying to get a positive result against Celtic Good evening, this is North Sound 1's Red Friday. I'm Dave McDermott. Joining me tonight, Dave Galloway, who we've already heard from, and Andrew Shiny. And Andrew, we do always seem to bounce back. Yeah, it's going to be difficult um, because, as everybody has said, uh, it was really disappointing last week. But I think maybe we'll have to give a lot of credit to Hibs. They didn't allow Aberdeen to play. I thought they were excellent from back right through to the front. Uh, Offer Marciano made an important save from Kenny McLean when it was 0-0 in the first half. Their midfield three of McGeoch, McGinn and Scott Allen were absolutely outstanding throughout the game, McGeoch in particular. And uh, the front two, McLaren and Camberry, very difficult to play against. So, uh, well, we're obviously looking at it from an Aberdeen perspective and thinking, you know, it was a disappointing performance from Aberdeen. It was a very, very good performance from Hibbs. Yeah, they were they were impressive, weren't they? Particularly in that second half. Yeah, they certainly well were. I mean, they got off to that great start by scoring a minute into the second period, but they really grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck, and they, they were absolutely magnificent. Um, you know, if I wasn't an Aberdeen fan, I would have said Hibs were a joy to watch, but um, it was a heck of a long journey back up the road, that's for sure. Yeah, and and so disappointing for the two thousand three hundred that made the trip. Um, they sang throughout the the afternoon, but uh, they they gave their all. But uh, as you say, it'll be a long journey back for them as well. Yeah, absolutely, Dave. And, and Niall McGinn says it's absolutely vital to make the Red Army smile again. It's what we set out. Uh, we're obviously what two and a half thousand came down last weekend. We're, we're very disappointed. Although for ourselves, but uh, more importantly, the fans obviously travelling all their minds to come down and just, just to sort of see an all-round probably 90-minute performance that, that hasn't been there for, for a while. So now we want to put the wrongs right and uh, there's probably no better game on Sunday. And uh, Andrew, we're, uh, we're obviously uh, without 
Graham Shinney again and uh, we have to make at least one change because Ryan Christie of course can't play against his parent club that's right um, and I'm quite sure the manager's done a lot of soul searching this week and looking back at, at last week's game he was in very early on Monday morning looking through the, the game on his computer and it may well be that there's more than just the, the one change made to the side uh, the enforced one that you mentioned with Ryan Christie dropping out so it will be interesting to see what the, the team lineup is but I think knowing the players uh, there will be a determination amongst those wearing red to put wrongs right. And you, you saw the 20s defeating Celtic uh, midweek a 4-1 victory and uh, that's something that the, the first team can use as uh, an example. Absolutely I mean uh, I must admit at half time in that game uh, there was a number of us there looked at each other and thought the way Celtic had finished that first half this is going to be an extremely long second half show. So this is why you're bottom it. of the predictor league <laughs> but it, was, oh. it, it was a magnificent performance from the young lads and uh, if they can do that to Celtics under 20s there's no reason why our top team can't do it to Celtics um, there was a belief and no lack of ability in that performance absolutely and, yeah. and hopefully that will rub off on the, on the top team yeah yeah you, you have to hope so um, looking back uh, to that defeat at Easter Road and the aftermath of it you know you, you might be wondering you know how's the confidence how are the spirits well Niall tells us spirits in the camp remain high Clinton's always been, been, been very enjoyable been very good we, we always work a lot on things that we didn't think sort of went too well at the weekend and it's been a long week of training uh, we've done plenty of work behind the scenes regarding obviously Celtic and uh, obviously working on, on some positives as well so uh, it's just trying to sort of get last week's game out of the system as quickly as possible but also try and uh, put the wrongs right that, that went uh, wrong last weekend and just look forward to the game on, on Sunday one player who had a, a very good game last week was uh, Freddie Woodman uh, between the sticks. Uh, he, he pulled off a couple of uh, excellent saves and certainly he couldn't have been faulted for his performance. No, uh, that was uh, probably Freddie's best performance in a, an Aberdeen shirt. And you're right. Um, it was his busiest performance it, it as well, was, of course. Yeah, um, but he showed what a good goal, goalkeeper he is. And I uh, would like to think that he has a quieter afternoon on Sunday. But, um, you know, it is Celtic coming to, to Petaudry. So uh, that stands him in good stead for what will be one of the biggest games of his club career certainly, bearing in mind that he has won a, an under 20 World Cup with England. Indeed, uh, and it's it's a big week and it would be great to get the week off to the perfect start with a victory. We've got Motherwell away on Wednesday, then of course the cup mm-hmm. tie against Kilmarnock, so important that we get things off to a good start. Yeah, yeah of course it would be, I mean we're now obviously right into the business end of the season, now McGinn says humbling the hoops at the weekend would be a huge boost yeah, it would be massive I think it's, it's one of those ones over the course of the last number of years even even since I've been here we've, we've always sort of bounced back after uh, losing a game so now we'll be looking to obviously bounce back again and uh, get three points Celtic's defeat last night does that tell you that they can be got at? I think uh, there's been a, a few performances this season uh, they've obviously dropped a few points haven't really, really been as consistent as last season but it's one of those ones we know they're a squad of, of, of obviously very good players that they can rotate when, when they can but we know if we turn up on our day and we can give a good account of ourselves and it's one of those ones a wee bit of luck along the way if we turn up and obviously if Celtic have a bit of an off day that's, uh, we're definitely capable of winning we're coming to that important period of the season, aren't we? The, the running. Yes, absolutely. Every game now uh, becomes a very big game. And this arguably the biggest week in the season for Aberdeen Football Club. Celtic on Sunday, Motherwell away on Wednesday. And as you said, the, the cup tie, it's season defining.
Absolutely, and it's so important that we, we keep having something to play for, getting Europe through, Europe through the league position and also hopefully through the Cup as well. Yeah, indeed. Um, Derek McInnes says a victory could set the Dons up for a grandstand finish to the campaign. It's the back end of the season that people remember. You know, we're, we are where we are in the league, nine points behind, um, sitting joint second with the goal difference. So we've got to now try and... Um, Whatever's happens, happened. It's all about what happens now in the next 11 games and hopefully three cup games. So it's uh, you're judged on the business end of the season. And this is where we are. We're, at least we're in a position, quarterfinal of the cup, where we are in the league, an opportunity to try and kick on. Hopefully we can deliver everything we want from, from the season and uh, be happy with the work coming end of it. And of course, it, it's not gone unnoticed that uh, our record against the, the old firm is not great this season. And uh, it's something that records are there to, to be broken, Andrew. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's not just unimpressive. It's dire this season uh, for whatever reason. Uh, I can't put my finger on it at all. Um, but, you know, we've picked up no points against uh, Rangers and Celtic at all. But we've got a great opportunity to put that record to bed on Sunday. Uh, I thought Celtic in their defeat against Zenit were very passive. Um, there didn't seem to be a fire in their bellies at all, even when they went 3-0 down. They conceded bad goals. Uh, but we know to our detriment how Celtic bounce back usually after setbacks. We've got that same uh, facility uh, you know, uh, in our makeup. So uh, it's it makes for a cracker of a game on on Sunday but uh, you know I'd settle for an absolutely dire game in Aberdeen sneaking at 1-0 Yeah but the chance to get that monkey off our back that we don't turn up for the big games that we bottle etc yeah, we're all really sick fed up uh, hearing about that and I have been uh, speaking to Derek today about that poor record against the Hoops no, I think it's nine games now that um, I'm reminded of a couple of them have been cup finals um, but all the games have been first against second so it's been real meaningful games and I think Celtic treat the game um, the way the game should be treated as well you know they're, they're normally at full tilt in terms of team selection you know see some team selections against other teams it's um, and that's not a criticism it's just the way it is you know they're utilising their squad but against us I think they always make sure that the big players are always on the pitch they always have a, a fully motivated performance because they see the importance of the game playing against Aberdeen normally we're closest rivals to them and um, trying to give us a slap down and, and win the game so that in turn makes it that bit more difficult for our players and uh, Celtic are well used to playing on a, a Thursday night coming back for the weekend game and uh, putting it all behind them irrespective of what's happened yeah and uh, they are used to coming back from European defeats let's be honest uh, they don't enjoy the greatest of records away from Celtic Park in Europe but uh, uh, it will be a, a tough tough match for Aberdeen and we've just got to you know change the, the course of history and, uh, and turn things around in our favour Absolutely. You go along with that, Dave? Yeah, absolutely. Just looking at last night's uh, defeat for Celtic in Russia, I I did ask uh, Derek, does that show that the hoops can be exploited on Sunday? He doesn't see it that way. You can overanalyse a performance too much. Celtic, 67, 68% possession again last night. 
you know, um, totally dominant of the ball and uh, all taking responsibility. They were just probably not as a, had that cutting edge that they normally have, um, and they probably needed that once, especially once they lose the two poor goals. So you can analyse a game to death, but you know, Celtic uh, were very strong in, in the game at Celtic Park, and I think they'll be kicking themselves that they allowed that initiative to, to go. This is Red Friday. We'll get your one to watch and continue our build-up to the weekend after these. Red Friday with ESWL, a local procurement company with a global client base. You're listening to North Sound One's Red Friday with Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway and myself, Dave McDermott. The Dons meet Celtic on Sunday afternoon with a 1.30pm kick-off. We've heard from the Aberdeen camp. Let's hear from Celtic boss Brendan Rogers. I think defensively... We lacked aggression, in particular in the first half. We um, we didn't close the space quick enough. We talk about defending forward, and we just didn't deform, defend forward well enough. And then, of course, we we concede pro um, goals from that. I think the corner is something that can happen. You know, they get blocked off. They worked it well. They find the space, and and Branislav is, is outstanding. He's really powerful in the air. So okay. The second goal, we didn't engage quick enough from from the throw in. So we're, we're too deep, and we've got to press the the uh, the guy who's shooting. But still, at two 0 we we have an opportunity in the game. But. Uh, we say at half time you know we everything was two cybers and backwards and that's about bravery and, and having that courage to play Brendan Rogers there so uh, lunchtime kickoff one thirty on Sunday Dave who's your one to watch in red my one to watch um, Scott McKenna um, it could be a pretty busy afternoon for the young centre back but uh, he and his fellow defenders I I feel are more than capable of keeping uh, Dembele and co quiet he could be one of the key men if Dembele of course manages to mm-hmm. we, we don't know if he's playing or not but he, he did look yeah. fairly he was uh, limping around limping around Dembele or, so. or who, whoever's there yeah. whoever's there who's your one to watch um, we mentioned him earlier Freddie Woodman I think it's uh, going to be the biggest game as I said of his club career for a 20 year old uh, it's putting a lot of responsibility in his shoulders but we've seen already that he's a very capable goalkeeper and if he can produce the types of performance that we know he's capable of um we just hope he's not too busy, but um, if he is busy, I'm sure he'll he'll do his job adequately. Okay, so Freddie Woodman and Scott McKenna, the ones to watch. Time now for the predictor. Um, now, last week I can read out the results with a fair degree of smugness uh, yeah. because you two, along with the Red Army, got two points and I got a massive three points. Yeah, you had five games that you got scored nothing. Yes, but I had one, one game that I scored three. <laughs> yeah, you fluked one. So you're now even further behind, Andrew, at the bottom. Um, two points. Yeah, wow. OK. <laughs> you're in 72, I'm in 74. Dave G, you're in 83, and the Red Army's still out in front on 91. Right, the lunchtime kickoff uh, tomorrow is Kilmarnock against Hibs, Andrew. Well, two sides who are in, in good form. Well, Hibs not quite as consistent as Kilmarnock these days, but um, we saw last week how good they can be when everything clicks for them. And uh, I think there'll be goals in this one, and I think it'll be a share of the spoils 2-2. Two, 2-2, two. Two, two, Dave? That's exactly what I'm going for. Should be a cracker. Well, I've gone for Kilmarnock 2, Hibs 1. Dundee against Motherwell, Dave. Well, the Dark Blues, they got a, a major lift, didn't they, with Simon Murray's double in the last six minutes, securing a, a 2-1 win at Partick last weekend. That suggests that they've got a bit of backbone, a bit of character, which could be vital in the weeks ahead. I take them to continue the feel-good factor with a 1-0 win. 
I think it's going to be the other way around. I think uh, Motherwell are <laughs> seeming to come into a wee bit of form now and I fancy them for a 2-0 victory I've gone 1-0 Motherwell and staying with you Andrew for Hamilton against Partick that's going to be a nervy one Uh, I think it will be don't think there'll be a a huge amount of quality football to be seen there and uh, both sides will cancel each other out in a 1-1 draw Dave? A tense nil-nil for me. And I've gone 1-1. Dave, Rangers against the other range. Oh, no, Hearts. <laughs> Steady. Uh, Rangers, they, they've played some really good attacking football, but clearly they are still suspect at the back as their 5-3 win at Aki's uh, shows. Hearts very strong defensively, just one loss in the last 16 games. Their playing style could mean it may not be the most scintillating spectacle for the punters. I think a 1-1 draw. Okay. Andrew? I'm going to go for a draw as well but I don't think either side will break uh, the deadlock it's going to finish 0-0 I've gone for a 2-1 Rangers victory and Andrew St Johnston Ross County well Ross County um, I just don't know what to make of them they've got a lot of decent players but they can't seem to buy any sort of result although they got a 1-1 against Hearts last weekend I think on the, the road they're not brilliant uh, St Johnston seeming to come out of the doldrums slightly I fancy Saints to just nick a 2-1 victory Dave Uh, 2-0 Saints for me I've gone 2-1 Saints and uh, the final one the big one Sunday lunchtime Aberdeen against Celtic Dave well if the real Aberdeen show up they are capable of beating Celtic but that is the the big uh, question if the Aberdeen that turned up for the second half last weekend against Hibs if that's the case then it could be a, a, a very awkward afternoon for the Dons I'm going to go for 2-1 Aberdeen because I'm in need of predictor points uh, I'm going to go against a lifetime of you could say bad predictions um, but usually always predict an Aberdeen win but I'm going to go for a 2-1 Celtic victory just purely to get myself predictor points but I will be delighted if the scoreline is round the other way uh-huh. well, Insurance, that's good Yeah, Similar motives for myself <laughs> um, I've gone for 1-1 but I hope Aberdeen win and representing the Red Army this week is the an Norwegian lad called Stig Owney. Comanic against Hibs. 2 2. Dundee versus Motherwell. 2 uh, 1. Home team, yeah. Hamilton Ackes take on Partick Thistle. 0 1. Rangers versus Hearts. Gonna be a draw. 1 1. 1 1. And St Johnston, how will they do against Ross County? They will win 1 uh, 0 at home. 1 0. Now you're over to see the Aberdeen game. Celtic come here as favourites. Can, can Aberdeen cause an upset? We hope so. We travelled a long way to get here to to see Aberdeen uh, beat Celtic. Uh, hopefully, Celtic is tired from from last name last night's game, uh, and it should be a, a boost of, of a motivation to meet Celtic now uh, and uh, and beat them at, at home ground. Aberdeen really need to win after a, a really poor defeat against Hibernian last weekend. Can they can they do it? I think they will because because uh, they have the motivation uh, and they, uh, as as far as I know, uh, fight for the the second place uh, at least to get a place in Europe. Is that right? Yeah. For Rangers, so, so Aberdeen and Rangers are fighting over the over the second place. And your your scoreline. 2-1 Aberdeen and uh, Stig there he's a friend of Aral Stavrum you were saying yes, yes um, it's, it's a small world isn't it <laughs> absolutely hope he wasn't waiting outside Pitori for Aral because he'll <laughs> a long wait yes. uh, tomorrow afternoon League 2 Peter Head are away to Cowdenbeath here's boss Jim McNally we're fighting to try and win something they're fighting to stay 
in the league setup. Since Gary's come in, they've been a really tough nut to crack. They've they've been hard to beat. Certainly at Balmur when they came there, we, we only scored against them in the last minute. We know that they're gonna be they're gonna be hard. We need to prioritise what we're trying to do on Saturday and remember that we're trying to win something whilst you know they've got their own battle to fight, so we just need to make sure that our cause is better than theirs. And as I said, if we if we can manage the games a bit better, which hopefully on Saturday, you know, we'll have Dave McCracken and, and Simon Ferry back in the team, uh, give us a wee bit more experience. We should, you know, that should help us a good bit. And it's a, a big day for the Aberdeen youth team on Monday. On Monday, yes, um, a very important week for them. They, they kicked that week off last Monday with an excellent 4-1 win against Celtic down at Capelew that we mentioned. Now we've got the quarter-final of the Scottish FA Youth Cup against Ross County. That game goes ahead at North Lodge Park, home of Fermartin United, 5pm kick-off. And the draw's been made already for the semi-finals, so we know that if we get through, we'll face the, the winners of Motherwell or Kilmarnock. And I, th- I think Fergus Tiernan was the captain last time we won the youth. He was, yeah. Cup. I was at that game um, down at Hamden. Uh, I think it was Celtic that we beat in the final, but um, it's been far too long since we've we've featured in the, the latter stages of that cup. So um, a very good young Aberdeen side. It's most of the guys, in fact, probably all the guys who played against Celtic last week uh, are eligible to play in this one. So really looking forward to that. Of course, tomorrow um, the Breeden Highland League Cup reaches its quarter-final stage. The ties are Brewer Rangers against Turriff, Cove Rangers against Rothus, Forest Mechanics entertaining Devon Vale and Huntley are away to Strathbay Thistle. In the PNJ Highland League, it's Bucky Thistle against Inverurie Locos. Fraserburgh in second place look to close the gap on, on Cove at the top to only four points if they can beat Lossiemouth. Keith entertain Nairn County and the final game sees Wick Academy welcome Clark. And there's a full programme in the bookie.com Super League Banks of D the league leaders and champions at home to Hall Russell United Dufftown they visit Cooter it's Ellen United versus Inverness City at the Meadows Hermes against Stonehaven that looks a good win Maud Dice at Pleasure Park Colony Park travel to Montrose Rose Lee and Newborough Thistle against Bankery St Turn and that's just about your lot for another week on Red Friday we'll be back at the same time next week thanks for your company and remember 1.30pm kickoff on Sunday it's Aberdeen against Celtic bye bye Red Friday with ESWL, a local procurement company with a global client base. It's North Zone 1's Red Friday.